I know those guys. Vin, you know these beats, man. DJT beats. You know these beats. Classics. Ironhide, Mirage, Sunstreaker. Sideswipe. <laughs> He's looking around like, what are you doing to me, Will? The beat's going to drop here in a second. There you go. After an extended sample written introduction, we find ourselves inside of the beat and inside of the universe somewhere. Somewhere on Earth, somewhere on that planet right there. Can't tell you where. Deep. Somewhere deep in a bunker. Somewhere close to the Earth's core. That's where we happen to be. It's a late one today. And we're joined by the mysterious guest. Put him on the camera. Put him on the camera. The <laughs> He's bundled up. He's ready for the winter storm in case it crashes into our bunker. But ladies and gentlemen, that's Vin right there. You got anything you want to say to the people that no. are joining us? No, nothing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Comes on a podcast. <laughs> Sick, no. All right, we got lots going on in the world. We are live again. We are always live. You can find us every day. It's every day that we're here. Well, at least for a few days in a row. I'm not trying to jinx it. Hopefully we can keep it going. Apple sues a Ukrainian director for Apple Man superhero satire film. That is a weird headline, Will. Apple seeks to halt the distribution of an action comedy film. Wait a second. Apple, <laughs> there's no correlation. Apple Man. Not at all, no. Apple Man is, is those are actual apples, the, the, the fruit that you eat. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> Not the technology company. Which, by the way, um, as far as like a superhero is concerned, strange skill. What do you do, throw the apples? Um, Does he, what kind of, how do the apples impact his powers? Also, Over vitamins or something? They OD on vitamins and nutrients. <laughs> That's how you know we're filming late in the yeah. day right there, Will. I would watch it. Apple Man. Apple well, now Man. That, he's been, that sounds really cool. Now that he's been sued, look at the headline, the tagline at the top there. First blockbuster made in lockdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's not. <laughs> how do you know? You don't know when it came oh, out, but it was the first he rushed as soon as <laughs> lockdown happened. According oh. to Ukrainian film writer and director Vasil Moskalenko, Apple has filed a 467-page lawsuit against him, stating that consumers may believe Apple Man is associated with or approved, endorsed, or provided. Apple didn't like the film, Ben. They saw the film, they didn't like the film. A 467-page, that's a type of lawsuit that if you're a regular person, you see that thing and you're like, oh, God, I want nothing to do with that. Mm -hmm. However, the movie has already been approved by the United States Patent and Trademark Office. In contrast, Apple is seeking to have the trademark registration application denied by mounting an aggressive opposition. It actually looks like trademark bullying, 
I still hope the situation is just a misunderstanding. I am open to negotiations and hope we can resolve the dispute, says Moskalenko. Apple Man is a satire about a superhero who can levitate apple. Oh, here we go, Will. There's the part I was wondering about. He can levitate apples, which he uses to fight his enemies. Mm -hmm. Crowdfunded through Kickstarter, raised 120 grand. You didn't think Apple Man raised 120 grand, Vin? First blockbuster made in COVID. Lockdown. That's right. It's not Wonder Woman or um, The Matrix or Dune. I guess those probably started long before lockdown. See, he did the whole thing during lockdown, the whole start to finish. Mm-hmm. Now, Apple has a history of doing stuff like this. That's why Will just brought up this, this other page. Apple had a dispute over a Pear logo, a company that used a Pear as a logo. They were called Pre-Pear. And they're like, hey, that's a little too close. So Apple polices the trademark stuff, the infringement stuff. Man, they police it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the title of this episode, they might be, you might get a 467 page document. Well, yeah, we're dead. Just the title of this broadcast that people are watching right now. Come big, on. big like, trouble. Like, I mean, the Apple man, I mean, it's, a, it's just a movie. Nothing to do with Tim Cook or just a movie. I mean, we didn't the see the movie. Maybe in a movie, there's some kind of uh, tongue in cheek. Maybe there's an Apple laptop here and there, a little joke here and there, mm-hmm. a fake Tim Cook is in there. I don't know. And this poor guy, he funded the, the movie and now mm-hmm. he has to pay for this lawsuit. Yeah, he funded the movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear you. I, I, I hope they can get it sorted out. I hope Apple takes back the 467 page. I mean, apples, the, the fruit, and the superheroes who levitate and throw the fruit, they've been around yeah. since long before uh, the tech company. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. These are the world's most admired companies. And coming in at the top, it's, uh, it's uh, the uh, copyright slash uh, trademark infringement uh, professionals. Apple, there you go. So it doesn't it doesn't hurt how how much they're loved the fact that they go after the Ukrainian filmmaker. Well, yeah, it's we, working. Well, we knew, we knew that. We I mean, this is such a loved company. What what is this? Just as it dominates our economy, big tech now dominates Fortune's annual ranking of corporate reputation. For the third year in a row, Apple, Amazon, and Microsoft rank first, second, and third respectively, based on our poll of some three thousand seven hundred corporate executives. Directors and analysts. This is Apple's 15th straight year in the number one spot. Uh, so, number one, you got Apple, then Amazon, Microsoft, Pfizer. Pfizer's flying. Big Pfizer. <laughs> Vin said he wasn't going to talk today. He said he saw the word <laughs> Pfizer and he got lit up. He said, You didn't tell me you're talking, about, you're talking Pfizer. I'm here. Well, no, Will, go to 2019. Go to 2019, Will. Let's see where Pfizer. Pfizer wasn't even on the list. No, not no, even no one cared about Pfizer. Pfizer jumped the most. Pfizer bumped Walt Disney down. Yeah. What you mean? Pfizer? You heard about Pfizer this year? Pfizer had a year this year, man. They probably showed up in 2020, right? Or would it, would it not have been uh, oh, 2021? It's over. <laughs> it's over. You got here. It's over. <laughs> You've had your fun, Will. <laughs> You've had your fun. <laughs> stop with this. Stop with this premium subscriptions over here. All right, we have we bought so many of them. We have like forty-seven premium subscriptions. But, but not this one. But are you sure we don't have Fortune? I don't think so. They they only want nine bucks a month. Well, it's a it's a bargain. 
for articles like this. Anyway, yeah, Pfizer jumped way up there. Um, Are you surprised that the Tesla is not up there? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. think so? Most yeah. admired companies. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Loyal could. fan base. Well, yeah, but is they're saying how did they gauge the how admired they were? It was based on it was like a sort of more of a corporate ranking, wasn't it? Yeah, they we have to them. subscribe to find out. <laughs> you were the executive. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit more. I think if you're working, I mean, for the record, I'm sure that there's so many talented people employed at Tesla and SpaceX and so forth. But I don't think it's quite to the scale of the number of employees, some of these other ones. But you're right. I don't know. You would you would assume that it would be climbing the the ranks. But it, I guess it ain't no Pfizer in 2021. Mm-hmm. Vin had Pfizer at number one, apparently. The way he's looking at that screen over there. He's like, Apple, who's Apple? Number I don't... one in my eyes. Yeah, he's like, who's Apple? Look at the look at Google Trends. Pfizer all day. Yeah. Mm. New event, uh, new high-end Mac Mini rumored to launch at spring Apple event. Oh yeah, okay. I heard of a new high-end iMac, and now we got the new high-end Mac Mini. According to recent reports, uh, the release date rumor comes by cross-referencing recent reports from display analyst Ross Young and Bloomberg's Mr. Mark Gurman, both of whom often provide accurate insights. Well, we know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talked about that mini LED display on an iMac Pro model, which could be popular amongst the uh, YouTube content creator types. That's happened in the past. Um, and now Young says he no longer expects the new iMac Pro to launch this spring, with a summer launch seeming more likely for the high-end all-in-one design, uh, device. Uh, taking German's expectations into account, that means that the Mac Mini is likely the new Mac powered by Apple Silicon that will launch at Apple's spring event. Got it? Hmm. So iMac Pro goes to summer. Higher end, more powerful Mac Mini goes to a spring event. Have you ever owned a Mac Mini, Will? No. I would like to try one. Is that right? Just have it at home. I mean, it's it's mini, small. What would you do with it? Uh, Fortnite. Okay. No, oh, but yeah, we did a video like that where you, yeah. what, what's that video? It was like you were, what? You were playing Fortnite on a MacBook? I can't even remember. iMac. iMac, yeah. You were playing Fortnite on an or iMac. A, Mo remembers. You got a nice little smile Samsung on his face. Or you got a nice little video? smirk going on. Were you a part of that, Mo? Yeah. Mo doesn't have a microphone today. Vin stole it from him. Vin pushed him. He came, Vin came, oh, yeah. Vin came <laughs> in here, giant coat on, <laughs> sized <laughs> him up. <laughs> oh, he did bring the chips. All right, shout out for the oh. chips. These are uh, Calbee, hot and spicy. Uh, I got to be honest, though, not nearly as spicy oh. as I wanted. Tastes like a regular barbecue, but listen to this. All right, it's a one-time. Listen to this. All right, here's the, here's the crunch factor, which I know you're curious. Yeah. That's a very detailed crunch. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. It tastes like a barbecue chip, to be honest. I mean, flashy packaging and it's such. It's not spicy at all? Not really. Maybe a little smoke to it. Mm. It's not the spice you thought you were going to get when you saw hot and spicy on the front. Right. So, but that doesn't mean it's not pleasant. 
It's fine with me. Oh well, I, I've had some in the past. It. I I like I like potato chips. I don't I don't I don't want there to be any pain associated with that experience. Yeah. Not even a little bit. You're a you're a big you're a big potato guy. Remember? Yeah. Remember we were in China and you're just looking for potatoes. <clears throat> yeah. At every restaurant. What do you have for potatoes? You remember that? I just want uncooked spud. He, no, he would take any potato, but yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a common thing he could find. Oh, he's getting boiled potatoes. Just plain, plain boiled <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of salt. <laughs> well, the thing is, the thing is with Vin is, uh, to be clear, he's not really full until he's had a potato. <laughs> like some kind of... Gives you sustenance. Some kind of a potato product or, uh, or, a, grain, or a grain product. Yeah. It's either a bread or it's a potato. For Fills a guy, you right up. For a guy like Vin. Um, but yeah, potato chips is a very popular way to eat a potato. Maybe tastier than a boiled potato. I don't know. Yeah, but you can. It's uh, tough to find a good. It's tough to find a potato in China. I mean, maybe they can give us suggestions, mm-hmm. like whatever the potato dish is that we were missing. Yeah, there's one. Go ahead. In yeah. the north. Go ahead. It's Which made one? with a. Uh, it's in the north, will. And it's <laughs> like long green bean, a flat, long, green bean. What does a bean have to do with it? Wow, they're cooked together. It's uh. Hmm. It, eh. Sautéed green beans with potatoes. Asian cooking mom. You nailed it. Wow. The beans are... Vin, that's the dish. Well, the the uh, far right will. This one. Broad bean. Yeah, that's it. It's a broad bean. With Except noodles? Yeah. You can't really have a potato and a noodle at the same time, can you? Impossible. No, no. Yeah, no noodle. No noodle. That's a thing, isn't it? It's got to be one or the other when it comes to the starch. Mm, you got to yeah. make the choice. It's either going to be potato or it's going to be the... Mm. I don't know why. They can't... Maybe you're just too full at that point. Oh, God, they do come together. A pierogi. That's exactly what a pierogi is, isn't it? You get the... Yeah, potato and... And, 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 and wheat style yeah. and then the potatoes on the inside. They are delicious, though. A pierogi? Yeah. Damn, what am I even talking about? We had a samosa the other day. What's a samosa? Check out the potato on the inside. So if you put it in a pocket, it can coexist. Mm. The grains and potatoes. You put it in a pocket. Okay. Is there anything else you want to say with this? Yes, uh... absolutely. It's about time. Uh, M1 everything. Apple has been rumored to be working on the Mac Mini to replace it. Yeah, you can't have these Intel models hanging out. It's a... Cleanse. Yeah, you got to get rid of it. You can't have Intel, the Intel brand name in there. Mm-hmm. You're you're the most admired brand in the world. You have your own silicon and everything. Yeah, I saw this one. YouTube's video player is getting a new look on Android and iOS. Easier to access buttons. It's like a nice little clean overlay. And I know a lot of people complained about the whole thumb up and the thumb down situation. And let me just tell you, uh, we got an entire episode on the topic here on the channel. We had Neil Mohan come on from YouTube. And say, hey, here's what we're trying to do. Mm. And he said, we're ta- getting rid of the count. We're not getting rid of the button. And people said, sure, sure. If the count is gone, no one's going to use the button. That was the thing that people said. Well, this makes those buttons look very prominent. Like the location of them is almost encouraging to use it. Now, there's no count associated. 
But I promise you, YouTube does want to get to know you. All the conversations I've had, whether it's through a survey or your thumb, the more they know you, the more they build a profile, the more they know about everyone. And the more they keep you locked on a platform. They don't want to know less about you. So by making the thumb up and down more prominent, again, I know outside of the, the, the actual counter, which everybody wants to see, but still, if you use it accordingly, presumably you're going to get more videos in front of you mm. that you want to see. And so I, pr I presume that that's why that's there. But either way, the, uh, the overlay does seem sort of modernized. You see more videos down in the bottom corner in the right-hand side. Um, I guess, what else do you have? Uh, you don't have those suggestions creeping up anymore into the frame. Yeah, taking a which I found thing. that really annoying. It's a little bit of a cluttery type of thing. Yeah, sometimes I would mistakenly swipe up and then it would just bring all the videos yeah. up. Yeah, it happens to the best of us, Will. It sure does. It's not your fault. Now, Mo brings up something about resolution. Yeah, on the Android, you gotta go to like six different steps to change resolution. Does that change your... Uh, it's, you're still dead as far as the resolution. You gotta hit the three dots. Actually, where do you even... Yeah, tap? there's no dots here. It must be the arrow. No, no, no. It must be the arrow in the top left. The... Oh, yeah, that? it must be that. You don't have that on the old player, do you? Go, go show the old player. No, you don't have it. It must be there. That's probably going to show you more. You're probably going to pick your res. But yeah, nobody... The thing about the res is a lot of people don't like what happened there. It's too many clicks to get the res that you want, but mm -hmm. you know it's a bandwidth thing. The bandwidth through the roof, they're getting killed. And uh, they're trying to be efficient and save people, and, and you know, for their own sake and for other people's sake. But I would way rather just select the resolution that I want to use. And I don't think I'm alone. Mm. I don't think so. How do I even say that word? Crayob? Sure. Crayob X is the world's first portless laptop on the way. Exclusive leak. So that this way. came in my feed. Um, I don't know whether it's fake or not. Yeah, I know. I was, a, <laughs> I was about to say, you have a, you have a pretty bad uh, track record I so do, far yeah. with the fake or not. Yeah, I don't smell it. But um, this is a very thin laptop. It's what you think a laptop is, but mm. it's like made in this render hmm. super thin um portless yeah and uh you have this concept where um you have like a little hub at the back where you can put it on top of the laptop and it would automatically charge wirelessly and it would have like the sd card slot and type c and all that stuff this looks more like a concept to me if it even is real at all so they do have a website, and they have um, apparently specs as well. All right. Oh, look at that. The hub, you actually uh, you spool the cable around it as well. Yeah, it kind of lifts up, and then, yeah, you spool it. And it's a tiny little power brick. The basic specifications for the Crayob X include up to 12th generation Intel Core i7-1280p processor, Intel Iris Xe graphics, Compact and responsive 13.3-inch 4K UHD Plus display, up to 32 gigs of RAM, 2 terabytes of PCIe 4.0 X4 SSD, and Wi-Fi 6E. Uh, well, man, I don't know. It could be vaporware. Um, it looks They have a cool. website. It doesn't look... 1.9 you know. pounds, and how, how thin? 7 millimeters thin. Listen, 
if uh, if they pull it off, uh, look at the bezel on the front. It's so slim. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. Kinda it's what everyone cool. would imagine like a laptop would be. Do they have any video footage no. of it? No, they don't. And these are probably just, you know, 3D renders. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, well, listen, Crayob, if you want everyone to uh, see the, believe in the product, you got to do a video. You do a video and then... Well, send you, us the thing. Yeah, so we'll send it to us or just post a video because uh, it's hard, it's kind of hard at this point. It says coming, yeah. just says coming soon. Uh, I don't know who the team is. Maybe this information is out there, but this is my first exposure. Yeah, the, the, you can't. The website is very simple. Yeah, it's kind of not the most detailed thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but anyway, if if they can pull it off, I mean, that's sort of yeah. would, would be an achievement for sure. You got to do with cooling. It's, I mean crazy thin the thing that they they put together over there yeah. like it, they, i remember when when the first macbook air came out of the manila envelope back in steve jobs day and and it was it was unbelievable you saw it come out mm. that's how thin it was compared to the stuff that was on the market at the time and obviously times have changed and what and, an ad too it was it was it was it was a moment man i don't know who's been around that long in the audience but it was a moment you were like no because you, you saw it and you thought, oh, God, is he going to do what we think? Is he going to pull a laptop out of a, ma a manila uh, yeah. envelope here? And then he did. And then he did. It was a shocking moment right there. I mean, they used to have some serious events with the one more things. and mm -hmm. the, I mean, the initial iPhone one and then this one and some legendary ones. You forget sometimes. There's definitely yeah. been some moments. Elon Musk's SpaceX released a faster version of its Starlink satellite internet service coming with a $2,500 kit and cost five times the standard service. Ooh, five mm. times the standard. That's okay. Starting to go up in price. I mean, I'd probably pay for it for the connection. I might need it. Uh, the premium kit is, kit is $2,500. The deposit is $500. And then the subscription is $500 a month. Ooh, that's no joke for a wireless connection. However... <gasps> If you are in a remote location, often your options are quite limited, Will. Mm -hmm. If you're way out there in the middle of nowhere. The order page said the Starlink Premium Kit, which includes a dish, a Wi-Fi router, and a tripod, would cost users $2,500. Whereas the standard Starlink Kit is only $499. Uh, the Premium version, apparently, can expect download speeds of 150 to 500 megabits per second. That's, that's not nothing. Especially if you're out in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. I could see people up in cottage country around here doing things like this. Or the Arctic. Oh, okay, or that's another level. Too. I don't yeah. know if it works in the Arctic. I, I know he that, was rolling out different uh, latitudes uh -huh. as, uh, as they were deploying more satellites. But, uh, you know, you got a lot of people that they, they got to do work and video conferencing and such from the cottage or from a more remote location. If they're making money with their connection, they might be willing to pay 500 Now, I definitely have a subscription to Insider. I definitely do. You do, yeah. I'll Ooh. just log in right here. Okay, good. There you go. You see that, there Ben? There you go. Hello, Louis. They try to boot us out, and I paid these people. Ugh. How many subscriptions do I have to have for this show? No, it's all right. It's fine. It's fine. I'm not complaining. It's fine. They do good work. Look, they, 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 they do the research. They put the article. They, Vin, they put the article. We need the article. Vin, 
See how this business operates? Not all about these hot and spicy chips over here. Although I don't mind those either. Um, no. I they have a different image, um, a different look for these uh, Starlink routers or dishes. They're like square. I think the premium ones. I can't find an image on it. Oh, okay. They're right. not round. Like so the they change the design ones. a little bit. Well, if you're gonna charge five times the money, you got yeah, to be square. You got to a square. Yeah. You can't. It can't be the same shape. You remember the previous story with the cat? Oh, maybe it's because the cats. Remember the cats were laying on top of the previous Starlink dishes, yeah. and they were screwing up the performance because they want they wanted to lay in the beautiful dish. Mm. Um, yes, yeah, they, they'll find a warm spot. Those cats. Yeah, that's why you can't just pull out your driveway. You got to take a look. Cause uh, remember it was um, it was Britney Spears' sister. She was pissed at Tesla. Cause she ran over a cat, and uh, and she's like, the cat didn't hear it coming, because oh I'm boy. in an electric vehicle. Remember that situation? Mm -hmm. Tesla launches color customization in vehicle software for people wrapping their cars. Oh, that's cool. I'll take that. Mm -hmm. So you're on the you're in the dash. You're on the big display inside of your Tesla, and you want to see what your car would look like if you wrapped it in like a chrome finish green, for example, like this example right here. And it's basically like Photoshop, except it's overlaid on top of the uh, animated version of your car there. Mm -hmm. And so many people wrap their Teslas, man. It's uh, like I, I'm out in the public and I see all types of custom colors I know you can't order. So it's a really common occurrence. And I guess that's what the software is about. Once again, another feature only available in China, though. Mm-hmm. So that makes the custom wrap as well as the karaoke, the Tesla branded microphones, mm -hmm. which uh, those are the ones we really want. Maybe yeah. even more so than this software. Uh, the feature is currently only available on Teslas in China. Amongst premium automakers, Tesla is known for offering the least amount of options, certainly when it comes to colors. I know they said they wanted to expand it, but the paint shop was already overwhelmed. There's already huge supply and demand issues. They're not trying to complicate it further. Um, so maybe at a later date. Uh, and in the meantime, whatever, go ahead and wrap it. Enough people seem to not have issue with it. So if you can't make cars fast enough, then I don't know how much of a need there is to introduce more colors. Oh, same one. Yeah. I saw this one. Uh, it's going to be easier for you to invest in Google. Well, Alphabet, hmm. Alphabet, which of course includes Google. Uh, because of a enormous stock split that's coming up. So currently, you have a stock price around $3,000, depending on the day and when you check. Right. This is a 20 to 1 stock split. Well, that will mean that you yourself there, Will, you can have a share of Alphabet. It'll be 1 of the previous share, but you can have a share of Alphabet for 140 bucks. I can. Google's parent announced this on Tuesday during an earnings report. Its stock hasn't been this cheap since 2005. Not only does the lower price help lure retail investors, like Willie do, it'll also make it possible for the company to gain entry to the Dow, which has a weighing system based on share price rather than market cap. Uh, what do you think, Will? Is it time to pick up a little uh, couple of shares in Alphabet or what? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, three grand is way too much. It's nice that I... 
It's affordable. I mean, now. you get in, but obviously, you know, your percentage of ownership is sure much smaller. But yeah, you're in, so you can wear a T-shirt. And mm -hmm. I'm an investor, and because I you, parade well, around. Well, because you recently detoxed from crypto, so now you have to get into stocks. I develop another bad habit. <laughs> uh, that's right. You go straight for everyone. It, I think a lot of people went stocks to crypto. Yeah. You're going crypto to stocks. Uh-huh. So you get back on your uh, trading apps and hook, get hooked back up or no? I hope not. What about you, Vin? You, you a big investor or what? No, I wouldn't go near this. You wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole? No. Well, you know, there's uh, something for everyone out there. Uh, gimmicky. It's too, I don't know. It's like introducing those, eh. Google's a gimmick. You heard it here first. <laughs> what about the what are these search engine things? It'll never take. It'll never take off. I'm a guy. I'll tell you what. I'll stick to my potatoes. <laughs> I'll invest in potatoes. I'll, I'll stick to my hot and spicy. Neil Young quit Spotify because of Joe Rogan. These artists have now followed his lead. Have you been keeping up on this list, Ben? Now we're in Vin's wheelhouse. Uh -oh. Look at him smirking. Put his camera. Look at no, him. I, just hold the camera. Right I went there. so deep last night. Nice. I can't even go near any of it. It's yeah. Go on, but yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, who who are they? <laughs> Come on, Vin. It's Taylor Swift. It's over. No. no. Drake. It's, it's uh, no. It's uh. It's it's okay. You got Joni Mitchell. Oh, I knew that one. Vin. You got Joni uh, Mitchell. You got heard him too. Not Niles Lofgren. Yeah. You have Brene Brown. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> you have uh, Wendy Zuckerman and Blythe Terrell. Podcaster. She's podcasting in the kitchen. Science versus. Yeah. You have India Ari. Heard. You listen to some of that music, Ben? Oh, familiar. You have Graham Nash. Mm. Yes. Uh, oh. Crosby, Crosby Nash. The, so then just him. No, 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 or no. no. The others before. are in there now, too. Oh. Crosby. Because they used to uh, collaborate with Neil Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite yeah, a bit, yeah. you know. You have Roxanne Gay. There you go. David Crosby and Stephen Still. So you can see them all together. And they're, they agree. They're with... Neil Young, they say, they say, we're out of here. It's not there yet. It's need, not there yet. You, know, you need more than that. Well, well we I all think, said, uh, everyone, everyone said, the tweet that was going around is Taylor Swift can end this man in one minute. That was the tweet that was going around. That she was the key. The key to the castle uh, of hey. Spotify. Oh, Prince Harry and and Meghan Markle. There's didn't. some speculation here. Yeah. Foo Fighters. Pull. There's there's whispers. Foo Fighters. The, yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Why do we? Is it just that they're a little more recent? Like, I guess collectively they start to represent some sort of share. But my understanding was Spotify wasn't. I, I read this in regards to. Um, Neil Young, depending on the individual agreement and the record label and all the people sharing in the in the proceeds, I know it's been everyone's been made aware of the fact that the artists are not really making that much per stream. 
especially small, smaller artists. But you got to remember, inside of these deals, you got Spotify, then you got the labels and managers, and it's just, it's divvied up in so many ways that I read that Spotify, in some cases, does lose money on some streams to help bring people to the platform to try to generate subscriptions. And then in the case of Rogan, there, 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 there's been all kinds of upside from an advertising perspective, all kinds of revenue generation opportunities. And so you have to wonder if at some point they're doing this cost-benefit analysis. They're saying, okay, we lose this, we lose that, and, and how much they can actually afford to lose or how much this does impact their business. Their stock price is down, so the negative sentiment would have some sort of impact at a point but we all seem to agree here that you 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 kind of need the current uh, pop heavy hitters to join in before yeah. it feels like something else could happen. And then, of course, we recently covered uh, Rogan's video that he posted to social media in which he kind of said, hey, let's put this disclaimer and same with the CEO from Spotify. So they're making, at the same time, they're making adjustments. Mm. Mo wants to say something. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Vin, have you kept an eye on chat at all this entire episode? Make sure everything's okay over there. Uh, we had a few people say uh, shout out to the show. Uh, some people wanted to point out. My hat? Brixton? Oh, all right. Yeah, it's Brixton. Okay, good. As long as everything's <laughs> good, no technical difficulties. This is a no, 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 no technical stuff. People have uh, been uh, super chat. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, shout I, out. Shout out to everyone. Shout out. Well, to, I go ahead. I could do it at the end or something. I don't know. Yeah. All right. I'd like so to we acknowledge got acknowledge everyone. I'm not. Uh, go ahead. Acknowledge. Just click on it, Vin. Acknowledge, man. Right now, there's a just well, bans everyone. <laughs> oh, I know. Don't I don't ban anybody, Vin. They don't deserve it. It's a very uh, healthy and understanding and open community right here. Dark tip five bucks. Is there a message or that's oh. it? <laughs> Shout out. Vin's uh, figure still figuring out this Google hello, thing. He thinks it's a bit a of a fad. Listener, keep up the great work. Oh, thank you so yeah. much. We appreciate it. Uh, hold on. This is what Pete was signed up Joe for. Joe Tech. What Ask will do about. Oh, yeah. We'll got that. Okay. Five bucks. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Vin's fascinated at the super chat feature. Uh, Ryan. Keep this daily show up, guys. Uh, heart. Okay. Back yeah, at okay. you. Thank Two you bucks. so much. Yeah. Will's moving it now. Uh, Christopher a, Rodriguez. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting it all in now for folk. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, guys. Uncle Lou, Will, Jack, Mo, Kirk, and then uh, Two bucks. <laughs> and then, hold on. Two bucks. <laughs> Vin, I'm gonna need you to read this headline right now, okay? Please read this headline. No. Please. I, Ti I saw this floating around. I'm not. Thai man <laughs> completely amputates own penis with scissors during cannabis-fueled psychotic episode. What a headline! My God. A cannabis-fueled psychotic episode is not a thing that I was aware happened. Um, this website, I don't know, Courier Mail. I mean, what kind of a website ha can throw together headline? Uh, whatever. Hold Frank Chung uh, accountable. 
on Twitter. There he is. He says it's a it's a two minute read right here. Great headline though. I mean, the headline. I suppose when you have a headline that sounds unbelievable, well, that's typically a good headline. You just hope it it is a mm-hmm. well. You don't yeah. in this case. You don't hope that it's a real thing because yeah. you you hope that it's fake because it sounds obviously terrifying. But this does happen from time to time. Remember, there was one time that rapper did something similar and then jumped out a window and survived. Oh, I don't remember the situation, but uh, you got to scroll down here. Well, we, I mean, I don't know if there's any more backstory to it. Is that it? You just have a headline? Okay, here we go. Uh, the 23-year-old's amputated penis was deemed too dirty and fragile for reconstruction, oh. leaving him with a penile stump and requiring surgery to allow him to urinate. Doctors from Chiang Mai University Department of Emergency Medicine wrote in the Journal, Medi- Journal of Medical Case Reports. They said... Now, while there had been around 100 cases of male genital self-mutilation from psychiatric disorders or substance-induced psychosis over the past two decades, self-amputation of the penis during cannabis-induced psychosis has been rarely been reported. <laughs> well, here's the thing, man. You, uh, you get into the journal of medical case reports, and you're talking about a lot of people over a large number of years. <laughs> Read down further. In this case report, we highlight a psychotic condition induced by recreational oh. cannabis use leading to penile self-amputation. The Thai man who denied any previous self-harm or psychiatric issues had smoked cannabis for two years previous mm. and had stopped for three months at the time of the incident. After smoking two bongs or about two grams of cannabis, he developed an erection without stimulation, felt a se- severe, persistent, sharp pain in his penis and reported that his glands looked distorted. Intending to eradicate the pain, he decided to trim several times. The completely agitated. Did he not feel pain? He reported awareness throughout the process. Uh, listen, this is a terrifying situation, uh, especially with the fact that we've got to. I mean, it's a very rare occurrence, so keep that in mind. Statistically speaking, there's a lot of people who who uh, smoke cannabis and have uh, no issue whatsoever to this extent. But you got to believe that for that industry, this is not the greatest headline. You got to believe that. Just like Spotify is worried about Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young, the cannabis industry is not looking yeah. for stories like this. Like I would imagine, like mushrooms or something, something that's psychedelic. That would probably push you to yeah. A lot of people, cannabis. Well, a lot of people, you know, they underestimate some potent cannabis. Or maybe it was laced. I would assume they do. I would assume Mm -hmm. they would do a toxicology. Yeah. And to to attempt to figure that out, right? Oh man. Anyway, we got to get off this story. I mean, that's it. Yeah, this is a bummer. No, that's it. You gotta you move on. You move on. Just take care of. Oh, you move on. Okay, how about this? We have some very exclusive sneakers right here. Uh, these these were Michael Jordan Game Worn Air Jordan 1, uh, and they were dubbed as the Broken Foot Game Pair, and they sold for close to half a million dollars. The basketball shoe is tied to one of the most crucial moments of the six-time NBA champion's professional career. Back in 1985, MJ faced his first major injury during a winning game against the Golden State Warriors when he fractured a bone in his left foot which prevented him from playing for six months. During his recovery, the Bulls, who initially held the 3-0 record, soon fell to 24-43. and No MJ, no win, no win. These were sealed 
with the code 850102-TYPS. That code obviously has a, the 85 in there for the date and the game and whatever else. Um, so they were found to be produced within the January, February 1985 and appear to be worn, wore, well worn throughout the scuffs. Well, look, I mean, they, they've definitely been worn. This is a, a, must be a very difficult thing to authenticate, right? You would assume? Like, it would have to get passed from him at that moment to a reliable individual yeah. who could sign off and then keep that pair associated, and it would need to be handled by people the whole way along who knew that that's what it was. Or you'd have to be such an expert, or do you get into trying to date the thing some other means scientifically but i guess nike would be the one if nike could authenticate it that mm -hmm. hey that uh, number whatever code is associated it was only on that sneaker provided for that game then it's all very interesting but i see the top comment here is who the f would want an nft of this instead of the real thing and how would an nft of this be worth more for anyone i'm all about nfts but for something like this come on give me the physical piece of history right there yeah Vin I, I agree although i feel like um nft would be a good use for it like using nft blockchain technology to kind of tag once these shoes are out of the factory it could be tagged oh, yeah. know, in the blockchain and then no, I, you can I, kind of trace where it came from. A better way to authenticate. Yeah, not a digital version of the end uh, I know of these shoes. I know you know what, what I mean? Saying. Yeah, yeah. You're talking about an authenticator, which, yeah. which is a cool idea. But I think really what this guy is saying is, I think in a roundabout way, he's saying, I'm, I'm looking at NFTs going for hundreds of thousands of dollars, yeah, yeah. which is an ape and whatever else. I mean, I'm not picking on anyone specifically, but wherever people uh, designate value. And then he's saying like, look at this. This is, there will never be an, yeah. uh, anything. There's nothing close to this. And it's 422,000. Like there's a, in a weird, there's a weird way of looking at this as a deal mm -hmm. compared to what's going on in an NFT marketplace. But, but it's so hard to compare the two because it's not obvious that both parties are interested in the same thing. It's not obvious. And is it because it's physical? The only mere fact that it's physical, well, what I it would adds say, value. Well, what I would say about physical collectibles like this one is the one thing they don't have going for them is liquidity. It's 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 a little more difficult to turn around and sell it. You got to find the right buyer. Often you have to have an auction. You got to go look for a Sotheby's type. And so I guess you have to get this insured too, right? Because, right, Sealed. they can physically get more damaged. Yeah. You have to have a way of displaying it or protecting it. Yeah, you're correct. So it's, there is a little bit more to it, but I have to agree with that commenter, at least in the case of this, that is a serious collectible. But even myself, I'm, I'm, I don't even know where to put it, what to do with it. I, I, I suck with possessions and things. Like, I don't even know how to properly display it. I almost want more people to enjoy it than myself. Like as yeah. like and I, and this is why these types of sports hall of fames exist and museums and such. Maybe if I had a really sick like memorabilia room or something, sure, I could put it there. But uh, anyway, four hundred twenty-two thousand is no joke for a pair of sneakers. But they 
when you think of the most expensive sneakers that are out there, this has got to be up there now. I, I, maybe the pair of shoes he hits a game uh, championship winning shot or something mm -hmm. might, might be. But this one, he broke his foot in it. That might even be cooler. I don't know. I don't know. Depends on the collector, I guess. It's very cool anyway. But you see, you even here, it had to come through an auction. Leland's auctions. And yeah, experts get, get spoofed sometimes. Uh, Vin's a big fan of the Pawn Stars. And there, there's clips on YouTube with like 13 million views where they get screwed. They think something's authentic, it's not. Well, or the they, latest was the, Lo the Logan Paul Pokemon thing, right? The Logan Paul Pokemon was another example. But yeah. in that case, it's a little tougher because the authenticators didn't even look inside the box. Yeah, they didn't know. They, they took all that heat because they couldn't crack the seal on the cardboard exterior box. They would have known right away had they gotten in past that. G.I. Joe? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, I forgot. Yeah, we're supposed to take a break. Okay, we'll be back in like two minutes. We got a lot more. Uh, we got a bunch more to talk about. Two minutes. All right. You know, I'm a big Audible guy. Listen to a lot of audio books. I like to make use of my time in the car. Mm. And uh, sometimes it's a podcast, but sometimes it's an audio book as well. I want to do some learning, and this just works really well for me. I feel like I'm yeah, using my time wisely when I might be trapped in a vehicle. In fact, I got a big trip coming up, so I'm starting to think about mm. what I'm going to be listening to when that happens. Uh, the book on breathing was really interesting to me. Oh, yeah. I think I told you about this, mm -hmm. the importance of... Oh. <sighs> That's a high-fidelity breath yeah i think it was i think it's actually called breath the book yes and everybody's you're all breathing wrong all right <laughs> you got to fix it up you go listen to this you'll find out why you'll find out the importance of it and uh, you'll also hear some some techniques so where are you going to do that you're going to do that on audible just like i do get there now so I'm currently listening to Atomic Habits by James Clear. It helped me understand how habits are formed and how we can build long-term effective behaviors and recognize bad ones. I highly recommend it. Check it out. Visit audible.com slash lulater or text lulater to 500-500. Once again, that's audible.com slash lulater or text lulater to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Thank you to Audible. Thank you very much for your patience. We're back. I ate like two hot and spicy chips that weren't very hot and spicy, but the potato was satisfying nonetheless. Uh, speaking of NFTs, nice uh, combination there, Will. Yeah. Nice uh, lining up. Here's an example of something else you could get for around the same price as those Jordan sneakers that we just mentioned from that very important game all the way back in 1985, Preserved. You could also have this instead. Someone paid $473,000 for the NFT of this picture right here. Uh, for those of you that are just listening, this picture is that of what looks like maybe like a three-year-old, uh, very close to camera. And in the background, past her face, is uh, a blazing fire. A house is completely burning down. <laughs> fire crews are on the scene. And I guess this turned into a meme of some kind because she... Has a relatively pleasant look on her face. Like wow. Well, yeah. Suspicious. Uh, well, I'm not going to say that because she's like a three-year-old. You know what I mean? I, so the meme is called Disaster Girl. From 2007. Wow. That is an old meme. Oh, it's a Photoshop meme. Is it a Photoshop? Why does it say that? It's a Photoshop meme with an exploitable photo. 
I think that's a real photo, but you can Photoshop it. Photoshop. Like, it, like oh. it's meant to be Photoshop. Like there can be other disasters in the background. That's why. It yeah. Or good. other yeah, yeah. like words. No, or I see something. it. It says right there, superimposed onto images of natural disasters and accidents right. to imply that she has caused some some type of calamity depicted in the background. Calamity. Yeah. So anyway, she just has an expression on her face, which I'm sure she didn't mean in this way. Right. <laughs> Little kids are used to just smirking at the camera. Uh -huh. Someone holds a camera at them. That's what they usually have to do. So that's probably why she did it. The photograph of the girl in the burning house was taken by Dave, Bro Dave Roth in January. It's crazy how a single image can be so viral. Mm. January 2005, during the local fire department's live drill training, two blocks away from his home in North Carolina. While observing the fire, Dave caught his daughter Zoe smiling devilishly <laughs> juxtaposed against the burning house. It's like a Chucky type of thing. <laughs> And so Roth uploaded the photo. Are there any examples of it against other disasters? Can we find examples of this? Yeah, I'm sure oh. there are down here. Just as I planned, right? Oh, here we go. There you go. Oh my God, the Titanic. Titanic. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, the World Trade Center. This is a uh, pretty dark, dark, pretty dark meme. But anyway, disaster girl now. Roth has continued to post photos of Zoe on his Flickr account over the years. Hmm. So she has uh, uh, grown up, and now the meme has been put on sale in the form of an NFT. And this has happened in the past. It happened with the video, Charlie Bit My Finger. Hmm. It's happened with a couple of high-profile memes. Now, did... I, I, there was one one particular NFT guy that seemed to be interested in these. I wonder if he bought this one as well. I can't remember the name, but either way, you tell me in the in the comments or in the chat right now yeah. if you have uh, four hundred and fifty to five hundred thousand dollars. Do you take the NFT of Disaster Girl or do you take Michael Jordan's Broken Foot Game Air Jordan One? The physical thing. No, the, the, <laughs> the not physical. the NFT. Not an NFT. Yeah. I'm talking about the actual sneakers game worn or the NFT of Disaster Girl. Which one do you take for a similar amount of money? Let me know. Uh, CNN chief Jeff Zucker exits over relationship with uh, a colleague. Undisclosed relationship with a colleague, which uh, is an, is you're not supposed to do that, in Vin, in corporate environments. CNN <laughs> chief Jeff Zucker resigned Wednesday after the disclosure of a sexual relationship with a top executive at the cable news network. The disclosure and his exit followed an inquiry into the scandal that led CNN to fire top anchor Chris Cuomo in December after it was revealed he helped his brother and battled New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who was also accused of sexual harassment. As part of the investigation into Chris Cuomo's tenure at CNN, I was asked about a consensual relationship with my closest colleague, someone I have worked with for more than 20 years. I acknowledge the relationship evolved in recent years. I was required to disclose it when it began, but I didn't. I was wrong. As a result, I am resigning today, Zucker wrote in a staff memo. Zucker is 56 years old, a Harvard graduate who became the youngest producer of NBC's Today Show, went on to serve as president and CEO of NBC Universal before becoming president of CNN in 2013. That's a big job, president of CNN, or even the one previous, uh, president and CEO of NBC Universal. 
He oversaw all of Warner Media's sports operations, including Turner Sports and Bleacher Report. So the person he was involved in was an executive vice president and chief marketing officer at CNN, who until recently reported directly to Zucker and served as a top communication post at NBC. Zucker is divorced. I guess people are curious about his relationship status. Oh, just, What's that, Vin? I saw one of them said Cuomo There's a blew connection. the whistle. Well, I don't know right. if he blew the whistle, but it was the investigation into him that appears to have led to this. Um, the quote there looks to be from Zucker himself saying that when he was being questioned, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that one, you're right. That one says he blew the whistle on Jeff Zucker's. He's like, you're going down with me. Yeah. It's, a, it's a headline. I don't know, obviously, what actually now happened here. you just here. need uh, Disaster Girl. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Disaster throw Girl, there. throw her into the meme? Uh, where does she go? No, wait. She just goes, you get, but, but what was the right All photo? All of it. Just have CNN in the background. No, no, I think you need, you know, right there with the two of them sitting. She can have Cuomo's spot over there. Right yeah, here? right oh, there. She goes uh, there. Yeah. She had something to do with it. She's right in that corner. <laughs> oh, this, that's all CNN people. There's the guy in the middle there as well. Uh, uh, Lemon. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's crazy. that the, the, These uh, rules, like, I don't know. In the workplace, it's very specific rules because they start talking about power dynamics and influence and people getting, like, people utilizing their position uh, and, and whether or not things are truly consensual and then so you have to disclose if you're having a any type of relationship i guess you have to disclose it right i don't know i've never been in these corporate environments yeah but the, i've never been in these corporate the head honcho i mean you'd think uh something else must be going on okay there's more to the story wow conspiracy theory going on i wonder the impact or effect on the day-to-day -day that it has for you assume a, a ceo has a tremendous wanted... amount of responsibility as well well, I think they've wanted to go in a slightly different direction for a while. All right. So you're saying this was just the uh, the final straw. This was any. This was a. I don't know. Is he not disclosing the? I mean, he he said he acknowledged it, but didn't disclose. The he, he didn't disclose it initially. He disclosed it now, which I guess is against the policy. I mean, you can't. Um, years later. Yeah. When is a, a separate investigation going? I suppose. Look, I mean, I don't. Yeah, it's, either way, CNN's gonna ha gonna have to get a new CEO, and the curious part will be to see uh, if there's any sort of tactical changes that come along with it. Mm. Rotterdam Bridge is to be dismantled so Jeff Bezos's yacht can pass through. <laughs> He's like, please take the city yeah. down. I'm on my way. I'm, I can just imagine him being like, "Hey, chop chop, yeah. let's do it." Yeah, let's get that. Get rid of that thing. Oh, my yacht's on the way. Is it? Is it for height? It's got to okay. be. Yeah, because the, they're not doing anything for width there. The Hef is an iconic part of the Rotterdam skyline. I, that must be the Hef. A massive steel bridge in Rotterdam is to be partly demolished so that the pleasure yacht being built for Amazon found... Oh, he doesn't even have it yet. That's Rotterdam big shipbuilding. Big yeah. shipbuilding. So they're probably building it there and they got to get How it out. How high is it? It's high. Yeah? Yes. Is it, it because of the sale or what? No, I don't know. To me, it looks high. Being built for Amazon founder Jeff Bezos can sail through it to the sea, local broadcasters said on Wednesday, 
the Conning Schavenbrug, known to Rotterdammers as De Hef, was renovated in 2017, and the council pledged at the time it would never be dismantled again, but that promise is now broken. The bridge was placed over the river all the way back in 1927. So Bezos's new yacht is three-masted, go up a little bit higher, three-masted yacht being built by the Oceano Shipyard. It's too big to pass under the bridge when the central section is raised to its full height. Now, Oceano and Bezos have approached the council about temporarily dismantling the bridge at their cost. Wow, so this is a sailboat with three masts by the sounds of it? Is, is it a sailboat? Like, usually when you hear yacht, that's not what you envision, but maybe that's not what that means when they say three masts. Maybe they're referencing something else. <laughs> you like, Vin likes the first picture? <laughs> oh, that whole series. <laughs> Him with his new, his new wife, and he's yeah. he's jacked now. As you, yeah, okay, go to it. Get let Vin see it. What's go he to looking it. at? No, indeed. give Vin the Whoa, picture where? he actually wants here. There you go. Oh, <laughs> yeah, salacious. Yeah, well, that's not the yacht, he doesn't have it yet. The one no. that we're talking about is that about. the one? Uh, no, that's see, that's Flying Fox. Oh, go down with the one, the, the sailboat there. There, I think that's it. No, to the right with the sails. There you go. Oh, my. 417 foot long sailing super yacht. I, I think that must be it. Now, that's very tall. That would be very tall. That's like a pirate ship. That's like, that's like uh, exploring the new world or something over there. Mo says it looks evil. Uh, looks like something from Dune. Yeah, Mo, you're just hanging out on the beach and you see that thing approaching. <laughs> <laughs> and Bezos just uh, yeah right up front. That's right. He's no yeah. He's leaning. He's naked. He's leaning over the front, <laughs> fully naked. Yeah. No. Look yeah. at the look at the picture. That's how he looks when he comes. Anyway, all right. So yeah, we're everyone's terrified about this yacht, including people in Rotterdam who uh, who don't want the the bridge to be disassembled. I guess the costs are going to be covered whether that matters or not. I think you got to go beyond that, though. More more than covering the cost? Yeah, a little bit of development money. What do you, you make a big donation yeah. to the right yeah. people? Yeah. yeah, you can do that. Weeds Day playlist. Cannabis Grow Light Company, Fossey, <laughs> F-O-H-S-E, <laughs> shares... <fun>. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? Fos. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Or it's an abbreviation. What does it mean? What no, is, I don't know. I, that it's F O H S E. I don't know either. Doesn't, I, I this, there's something that. <laughs> that. Well. Are you sure? Yeah, it's coming in. <laughs> let it flow. Let it flow. <laughs> when you say it's coming oh, in, you mean in the chat? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So they made like a playlist, and I wonder if any of you guys agree. Okay, go ahead. What do you got? Kanye Both West. Hmm. All of the lights. All of the <laughs> sure. see this. Oh, because they're a lights company. 
They're a lighting company. Yeah. All right, I get it. All the lights, yeah. Oh, blinding lights. Wow, you figured out their marketing strategy off the first one. Yeah, of course. Come on, Mo. I've been in this game too long. Red light, green light. Who's that by? Limp Biscuit. Uh, I don't remember. Snoop Dogg. I don't remember that song. Red light, green light, you ready to roll? That's a lyric. I just read it from there. The Doors, Light My Fire. This one's a good one. Light My Fire. Journey. Journey, Lights. Fosse Help. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Uh. <laughs> oh, man. You never know where you're going to go on the internet. It's a wild ride over yeah. here. You never well, know there's where some you're good ones up. here. Yeah, well, listen. Feel free to, uh, your listening pleasure, you can head over there. Yeah. And uh, have a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I guess that's it. You're done. That's it. There's yeah. pierogies and pears, and you decide to go out on the Fosse Inc. <laughs> <laughs> well, just just put put in meaning. Or actually, you know what? The spe- well, whatever. I mean, just... No, his meaning is not. No, I know. The whole... No, oh, it's gonna... oh, it must be a different language of some kind. Like, I, but I just don't know. It's false. It must be false, or false, false, so, something like that. Vin wants you to spell it differently. Vin, you can do it. You have a laptop in front of you. If you if you really want the people to know, but they don't need it. They're in the chat. They already know everything. They know what's going on. Uh, that was a fun one. I uh, feel replenished and rejuvenated. It ended abruptly, uh, which is fine, man. This is a, this is a show. It's a show, and you never know where it's gonna go. And we travel around the internet, and we see what's going on, just like you do. You know, we got the same problems you got. Trying to make sense of it. Trying to separate the real from the fake, mm-hmm. as many famous rappers have said in the past. We're just lucky enough to have one hell of a team, including the likes of Willie Do. You already knew that one. Mo, who's busy clicking over there. No microphone today, unfortunately. No microphone because he was he was booted. Mm. He took a shoulder to the chin. From uh, Vin, who's wearing shoulder pads today. Not the type that you wear in a sport. The type that you wear under a suit jacket. So, so that you look just a little bit more, you know, manly. Or, so you get the right shape. Those type of shoulder pads. That's what he hates you with. But anyway, yeah, Vin, Vin too. Shout out to Vin. He manned the chat. He shouted out the super chats. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, I'd Ooh. like to shout out to anybody with the super chats that contributed today. We truly appreciate it. We do this for you. This is a community show it's for the community. We're, we're going to be reliable with it. Vin had a, made a sound because he likes to beat. Well, there might be a sample in there, I reckon. He oh. s- he sample <laughs> he sample sniffing. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. Are we gonna see him tomorrow? Well. Uh, yeah. We're gonna see you tomorrow. We're gonna see you tomorrow.